0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Travis and Damien podcast episode 36. We're available on anchor.fm slash Travis Damien podcast along with iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Today we're going to talk about the general news such as uh, Daredevil and Spider-Man 3, Evo 2020, and the Xbox gameplay conference thing. Then we're going to get into our recent activities, and then lastly we're going to talk about everything related to The Last of Us news. No spoilers or leaks there, we're just going to talk about what happened with that entire situation so first piece of news is that nintendo said that they have at least two to three years worth of content for animal crossing which is like updates and things like that so we already saw that with like the mayday stuff um so for me personally uh at this point within animal crossing i know a lot of people are still playing the game like daily like still clocking in like six to eight hours a day which is great for them uh for me personally i kind of just played every day as to like just you know pick the fruit catch the bugs get the fossil sort of thing i'm not really like playing as much as i was before you know if i were to like extend my play time normally it would be like going to like an island or something like that
1: um yeah i'm basically the same exact way usually i play like an hour a day just to like get any fossils again any um fruits and things like that uh but yeah i usually don't really play that long anymore you know maybe if it's like the first day of the month when i go catch like the fish or bugs or whatever then i play a lot but um usually i take it kind of slow now because you know there's not much to do after you've done all that stuff mm-hmm. um but it's good to hear that they're going to keep adding content for like two to three years um i mean there's still like big features that aren't not, like are not in this game that were in new leaf like uh, gyroids aren't in this game and that's probably going to be an update um the cafe is not in this game either but it might be an update as well um and maybe uh, just like new events and things like that like i really enjoyed the mayday stuff that was cool um So, yeah, it's going to be cool to see them, like, add, like, new content to the game for, like, years to come. And it makes sense since the game, like, sold, like, crazy. So, there's a big install base to, like, enjoy these updates. So, yeah, I think it's a smart move by uh, Nintendo to keep supporting this game, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know what exactly was so appealing to me when I played New Leaf when it first came out. Because, honestly, like, I have hundreds and hundreds of hours of that game. And I played that game for, like, months but uh i don't know like it's only been like a month or two probably just a month since like uh new horizons has come out and i'm like already kind of done with it unfortunately uh maybe it's just because i've gotten older or something like that but you know i still like the game obviously it's just that now i'm kind of just like doing whatever
1: yeah i I think that's fair because the game is like kind of like made to like be played like that you know it's just meant to like hey play a little bit each day, and then that's it. Like, you know, the, like, the game was designed not to make you, like, play, like, for hours on end, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and those people that do play hours on end usually are doing, like, a bunch of crazy stuff for the islands and things like that. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, you, and you can see that effort on, like, Twitter or whatever when people make, like, these crazy islands. And that's cool for them. But, you know, I'm the type of player to just, like, you know, I'm pretty happy with my island. I haven't done too much terraforming or whatever. You know, I'm just happy making money and doing things like that, so... But that's the good thing about this game is that you can like enjoy it at your own pace and things like that. So that's why I like playing the game. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like <laughs> when I got terraforming, I was like, all right, what am I going to do? I was like, wait, this shit's like kind of like scary. I was like, there's a lot you could do. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, I'm not even going to touch it. So, but to those people that are, you know, doing that kind of stuff, go for it.
1: Yeah, basically. Again, don't Crossing is all about playing on your own pace and things like that. So. Don't feel, like, ashamed if you're not playing it every day or whatever. Alright, so the next bit of news here, we got Charlie Cox, and I think he plays as Daredevil, right, in Netflix ones?
0: Mm-hmm, so yeah. this was, like, a rumor that was going around, and pretty much he did an interview, and he, like, shut it down, pretty much.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they were just saying, like, hey, like, you know, there was rumors that he was supposed to be in Spider-Man 3, and Spider-Man 3, as a you know, like, the, the next Disney Spider-Man movies. And he's just mm-hmm. like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. apparently, like, they can't do anything with the Defenders until, like, a certain date, which is November 29th, 2020. Um, for Daredevil, anyways. Yeah, for Daredevil, uh, anyway, uh, yeah.
0: Some of the characters are going into 2021. Some of them are earlier than November 29th.
1: Yeah, because um, he was the first one to, like, get the show. So, yeah, it makes sense that his thing gets expired sooner, right? So.
0: Mm-hmm i think uh, some deals were like extended for example like jessica jones and like the punisher i think the reason why they're a little further down the line is because they made like shows after because they were like yeah we want to do like jessica jones season three uh the punisher season two because i'm pretty sure the punisher wasn't even like on the tables for them but they saw that a lot of people like that character in daredevil season two but yeah so when it comes to this rumor um I think Marvel legally came and talked to Charlie Cox, like about him playing Daredevil for like upcoming movies and projects with them because they can't do that legally, obviously. Um, so I think that this like him like shutting it down isn't like the end of the world. Cause honestly, like if anyone else were to play the character, I don't know who else it could be. Like obviously they could get someone else that I don't know of. Uh, and they could probably do a really good job. But like if you watch all three seasons or even just like season one of daredevil like you know that charlie cox is more than capable of playing this role and i think a lot of fans would be happy if he came back to play this role because he just did such a good job
1: yeah i mean like it makes sense too like that you know he would be in like a spider-man movie and stuff like that and it would make Mm -hmm. more sense that he was the one to like reprise the role because it was weird in like the justice league movie like they didn't use any of like the cw actors to like use different like flashes and things like that you know like flash was a different character or a different person than he was in um like the cw show and things like that so it's nice to have like that consistency like oh this person's just daredevil now so if if they hope they do consider like you know making like daredevil like a part of the mcu after like all these you know legal stuff is over but um mm-hmm. you know because it would be kind of sad if he wasn't daredevil anymore but um i guess it's up to marvel right so <laughs> i don't think he really has too much of a say in it really if they don't want him to be Daredevil.
0: Yeah, because uh, he said in the uh, comicbook.com article that, like, he would be more than willing to, like, you know, come back yeah. to, like, play the character. It's just a matter of, you know, if Marvel's going to do it. So, we're just going to have to wait and see because, you know, legal dates and, you know, contracts and things like that. So, we just got to wait, especially within the crazy world that we're living in right now. We just got to wait. So
1: Yeah, things are all crazy. No one knows what's happening anymore. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, speaking of crazy, uh, EVO 2020 has been canceled and will be held online. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this just this just makes sense because, um, you know, with the current state of the world, with the whole COVID-19 situation, I think uh, delaying everything right now makes sense, especially with this event that was supposed to happen, like, pretty soon. Um, you know, it was supposed to happen, like, July, August sort of thing. They're like, yeah, we're just going to cancel it. Um, I know the main thing that people are memeing about, especially for the Smash community, is that, oh, shit, Evo Online. Because Smashers have been playing online tournaments for, like, the past month or so. And, like, obviously online play for Smash Brothers is 100% not the same as playing on land. Yeah. Uh so that is just, just gonna be interesting cause I've seen like clips of like finals for like online tournaments where like people just like DC <laughs> and it's like a, a like Sonic versus like another like campy character and I'm like this is not cool like
1: <laughs> I'm surprised anyone's still doing like Evo like online like I feel like they should have just cancelled it out right like I know they want to keep the spirit alive as they say in the tweet but um I don't know like some games online like especially Smash like I don't know how that's gonna go over like I feel like a lot of people are going to be super salty just because, like, you know, some connections weren't good enough or whatever. Like, you were saying people could just DC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't know how this is going to work. I feel like it probably would just have been better if it just canceled it, honestly. But, hey, I mean, if some online... I, I don't know how the netcode are for, like, the other games on Evo, but Smash is just, like, yeah, that, that ain't going to happen, you Like, Smash Online is just not <laughs> very good, so...
0: Yeah, it just seems, you know, extremely... Uh, you know interesting situation Obviously I'm glad that they're still going to help Hold the event I wonder how many people are still going to Watch Evo just cause like most people Are probably going to be at home still and things like that So yeah if, uh, if There's a DC anywhere within The uh, you know like uh, Quarter finals sort of like You know higher ep- higher parts of the uh, Bracket for any game It's going to be funny and it's going to end up on like live stream fails and all over Twitter so can't wait for that to happen. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be an interesting time. It might be like a good test on like how like a, such a large scale tournament could be online. I guess like that like, that could be a cool little thing to like get from this. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be weird. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: All right. Okay. So, so... Right. <laughs> Ta- is Wakiki? You know, he I, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Like Taika. Yeah, Taika Wakiki. So he's the guy who directed uh, Ragnarok, right? Uh, thor yeah. Ragnarok, yeah
0: he also did the last episode a mandalorian, of mandalorian right
1: mm-hmm. yeah well he set to direct and co-write a star wars movie so that's pretty good i mean you know from his work from the man from like last episode of mandalorian which i thought was really really good um and ragnarok which i think is like one of my favorite mcu movies and like just best thor movie which isn't really saying much but you know just mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a really good movie um seeing him gonna make like a whole star wars movie is gonna be good because uh you know, the Star Wars films right now have been not great. Like, I, I I liked Rogue One. Rogue One was good because it wasn't, like, a part of, like, the uh, the new sequel trilogy. But honestly, like, most of the new sequels have been, like, pretty not great. Like, I only watched um, the first one, Force Awakens, and I thought it was pretty good. But people had issues with it being, like, too, like, similar to, like, the older movies and stuff like that. And then The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I didn't even watch, but those are, like... That's a whole chain fire right there. So so it's going to be nice to see like other directors and things get their hands on Star Wars to like do something different and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think that's always good that they bring in new directors and things like that. Because I think Star Wars is in a very like horrible state right now. I feel like people really like the side stuff because the main stuff right now has been like pretty bad. So,
0: yeah. So, when it comes to me in, uh, like, Star Wars films, uh, so, when it comes to, like, the new Disney trilogy, which is what, what people, or some people dub it, uh, The Force Awakens, I thought was good. Uh, the Last Jedi, which was, was the second one, I thought that that one was also pretty good. Um, despite, like, the things that the, uh, damn, the uh, director did, uh, I thought that that movie was really, really fun to watch, and I honestly really, really enjoyed it. Um uh ryan johnson you know like people will uh meme him in the star wars community but like no matter what you say about that guy like that guy just makes great movies because he later went on to make knives out and that movie is just fantastic um but and then they brought jj back for the last movie and then you know he kind of had to like clean up what ryan johnson did uh sort to sort of like fix everything for a last movie and like the uh The Rise of of Skywalker was kind of just like Him trying to piece everything together And at the same time sort of like resolve What The Last Jedi did in a way Um, And that kind of sucks Because like honestly like if they were going to like Make this sort of like new trilogy They should have just like kept one director on Had one vision had a whole plan out Before they even release The Force Awakens sort of thing It it sort of felt like that they were just Going along with whatever was happening Which kind of is bad because it felt like that they didn't have like a real plan and a real structure to get to where we ended sort of thing, which sucks. Um, And The Rise of Skywalker, first time I watched it, I thought it was okay. And then I watched it a second time and I was like, all right, this is like kind of bad, not going (laughs) to lie. But yeah, like you said, the uh, side stuff for Star Wars for the most part is like really, really good. Like The Mandalorian is like a huge example. Um, And Taika Waititi, you know, he's coming on to direct and co-write a new star wars film i think that that is really really good because i think just by the last episode of the mandalorian he has like a good idea of like what's interesting about star wars and what makes star wars star wars sort of thing um so i'm very interested to go and see what kind of movie he's gonna make because i'm pretty sure right now since we're done with like this whole trilogy thing and when disney first got the star wars license you know they wanted to do a movie every single year you know they would do um the uh the force awakens and then they did uh that really bad like off one i forget the name of it uh but you know like they were trying to make star wars like a yearly thing and then they quickly realized that that wasn't going to work because once they really solo which honestly like that's not a bad star wars movie like that movie is honestly like decent at best maybe even good if you can you know tolerate through it <laughs> yeah because um, personally i really like it uh just because of like donald glover and like the actors in that movie do like a pretty good job in my opinion um but once they realize that like they can't do this shit yearly they're like all right let's like slow down and like actually like take a moment to like see what we want to do with it so hopefully with this one it's gonna be good probably uh but if not shit happens you know uh they just need to go back to the drawing board once again but i know that he has been a rising figure within the uh movie and film world uh just because of his work on like you said thor 3 uh and i believe jojo rabbit uh oh, yeah, i not that one too. watched that movie yet but i heard that it was like really really good and like one of the best movies of last year so very excited to go and see what he is planning to do with this one
1: yeah hopefully it could save star wars because <laughs> it hasn't been good <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, next we have the Xbox Series X gameplay first look. You know, gameplay in quotes. <laughs> oh, <'Cause, man>. uh, <laughs> All right, so basically they just showed a bunch of games. Um, you know, it's supposed to show the power of the Xbox Series X, basically, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess the main criticism for this, uh, like, presentation is that a lot of these games were kind of just like not actual gameplay (laughs) so i've seen a lot of people get super upset because you know it's supposed to show the gameplay that this new console could like really show but it was mostly just like what you would expect from like e e3 trailers where it's like mostly pre-rendered stuff or just like heavily scripted like you know gameplay sections so yeah that's sort of the main complaints that are getting thrown around for this uh presentation here um Mm -hmm. but in terms of the games themselves most of them looked fine. Like, I guess we have a few right here. We got Bright Memory Infinite, which was the, that first-person shooter game. I mean, it looked cool, but like, it yeah. didn't really, like, really grab my eye or anything like that. I was just like, okay, that looked cool, I guess. Um... Mm-hmm.
0: It's I, definitely, like, a super stylized, like, FPS game that I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, look, that looks cool. I'm probably not gonna buy it at launch, though. Like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the issue with most, like, launch games in general. Like, most of them end up being, like, uh very like just forgettable and stuff like that and mm-hmm. like no one really remembers them like a year or two later so um yeah like I, and i feel like that's what most of the issues with this game like the only game that really i feel like people were excited for was masquerade the bloodline 2 which is like that vampire game that has a big mm-hmm. cult following like i know people are excited for that and the uh, the new yakuza game people are excited for um but besides those two and you know um Assassin's Creed Valhalla, A lot of these games were just like, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm trying to remember, like, the only other one I really remember is that anime game, the Scarlet Nexus, um, where it's like you play some anime kid and like you have like psychic powers.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was like, what is going on here? This shit looks kind of dope, though. (laughs) It it does, like,
1: honestly. But the only like so I noticed with some of these trailers was um, when it did show gameplay. A lot of the gameplay was, like, chugging and things like that. like Especially with that anime game. Like, when things were, like, exploding and things like that. Like, you could see the game, like, really starts to chug. I'm like, I don't know why companies always think it's a good idea to show, like, your game just, like, dying. Especially when it's, like, supposed to highlight how powerful this console is. And then you're showing it, like, chugging like that. I'm like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, definitely very interesting to call this, like, a gameplay presentation. Instead of just, like, you know, hey, first look at that xbox series one x games like i think that that would have been better you know and then like maybe you put like uh parentheses conference or something like that but yeah a lot of people were definitely like thrown off by the fact that like most of these most of these games were kind of just like generic you know like traditional like trailers with like you know splices of gameplay here and there but it wasn't like a dedicated sort of like gameplay conference which is what it was advertised just by the name itself yeah um and you know, like, especially the last game, the Assassin's Creed game, it was like, oh, shit, we're going to get a gameplay. And then it was just, like, nice CGI cutscene here. Like, I don't know. It's, it, like, Xbox are definitely, like, ahead of Sony still just because, like, we know a lot more about the Xbox Series X, like, 100%. Uh, we don't even know what the hell the PS5 looks like or, like, how well, or, like, what games are going to be on it sort of thing. Like, at least for, at least for the Xbox coming out of this conference we know that a lot of publishers and a lot of developers are on board with this uh, platform just because of how many like logos they flash at us at like that one part of the conference like in the middle um, so that is very good because I think a lot of support for a new upcoming console is very important or else you're going to end up like the Wii U where you got check shit on there <laughs> so uh, that is very good but you know other than that like most of the, most of the games they showed looked interesting um, but I'm not going to remember most of them. Uh, for example, there is a game in here called Call of the Sea where you're like, I don't know, like, exploring as, like, a fish or something like that. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but yeah, okay. like, there's some
1: dinosaur <laughs> game, like, you, like, shoot dinosaurs. Oh, they yeah, like, that like,
0: shit, not gonna lie, that looked kind of dope. That looked kind of <laughs> cool, I'm not
1: gonna lie
0: either. Uh, What was the name of that game? Uh, I think it I, was... I can't remember, it was,
1: like, oh, Second Extinction, right? yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Second Extinction. I was like, alright, this looks like a fun, like, 20 $30 game that I would buy and just, like, play with my friends sort of thing. Uh, but yeah it just seems like a lot of the games you know if you're into them you're into them if you're not you're not sort of thing um, because personally like this conference was just super duper meh like even if it wasn't advertised as like gameplay like it just seems like yeah you know whatever sort of thing yeah uh, because I think Microsoft is trying to get ahead of E3 or like ahead of like the E3 like timing but like now like when E3 comes around like the, the shit you show better be fucking dope because right now it kind of just like eh. say.
1: I think they will. I think this is more, like, just to, like, show... You know, just to get people hyped, I guess. But it kind of did the opposite. But I expect them to do, like, a bigger thing where they reveal, like, you know, more prominent games and things like that. You know, like Halo or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess these are just games that you would expect for a launch titles. Like, you know, these are all games I would expect to be launch title games, so... Um, yeah, I get people's disappointment, but I also didn't really expect... I mean, I I did expect more gameplay, honestly, but no, that's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, it, it, it was just... It was, overall, it was just, like, very eh. I feel like that's how most of these go, like, state of plays. Like, whenever it's, like, non-E3 conference-type stuff, it's usually pretty meh if it's not Nintendo, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, like, I don't even know if this was announced before they did it, I'm not entirely sure because I don't follow Microsoft like that, but I kind of just, like, woke up yesterday. I was like, oh, shit, there was a uh, Microsoft conference. I guess I have to watch it now sort of thing. So. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I heard about it, like, two days before it happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> I should probably watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it just seems like, you know, uh, PlayStation and Microsoft don't have the same the same amount of excitement as, like, Nintendo fans have when, like, a direct
1: is going to happen sort of thing. Yeah, which is weird. I I mean, Nintendo's been doing it for like a very long time at this point, so I guess they know what they're doing. But even then, a lot of people hate a lot of the directs anyway. So it seems to go, Mm -hmm. if it's not like a major title, like Halo or like whatever for Sony, you know, uh, and with Nintendo, if it's not like a Zelda or Mario game or like some other big Nintendo franchise, people will always get upset. So yeah, you can't Mm -hmm. really please anyone. (laughs) True, 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 true. And we've learned that from the past directs we've covered, so. All
0: right, so let's get into our recent activities. Once again, I got a decent amount, so I'm gonna let you go first.
1: Okay, uh, actually, I don't have a win here, but I do want to talk about the Animal Crossing like update they did for May Day. Mm-hmm. I thought I was really neat. So, uh, basically, you talk to Tom Nook, and he gives you like a, like a ticket to go to like a special island. And when you go to that island, it's like a little maze puzzle thing, so you like go through the maze. And you could, like, get, like, a different bell vouchers and things like that. And then you could talk to a rover at the end to get, like, an item. I just thought it was a really cool little gameplay thing. Because, you know, Animal Crossing doesn't really have gameplay per se. You kind of just, like, do whatever. So it was neat mm-hmm. to have, like, this little, like, maze challenge thing. And I kind of hope to do more of those special, like, island maps. Because I-, I thought that was really fun. So I hope they, yeah. they do, like, more of those little obstacle courses. Because I thought that was pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. And... Also, I don't have it right here, but I played a little bit of that Mario Maker Two update that came out like like a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, I also thought it was really cool. The uh, world map like adds so much to that game, and I felt like it probably should have been there from the start. I know a lot of people were kind of disappointed with, not uh, not disappointed, but people were a little underwhelmed with Mario Maker Two because it kind of launched and just like is Mario Maker but on Switch, and we have a little more stuff, and like, oh, that's cool and stuff. But um. I feel like this world map really adds more to this game. Like, it, it, they did a lot of cool things with it. Like, you could just have different bonus games. You can have all the different worlds. And it just makes people's levels feel more meaningful, I guess. Like, you could, like, actually make, like, a whole Mario, like, like game. It, it's just really neat. Uh, a lot of new power-ups are also really cool. Like, the uh, frog suit and things like that. You could do a lot of cool stuff. Um, I haven't really played too much of it, but I played a little bit of it. And I, I'm I really enjoyed what I played, so... Anyway, for the main things I was playing, I finished uh, Persona 5 Royal, finally. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Again, like I said last time when I talked about it, a lot of the quality of life things were very appreciated. Uh, it basically makes the original game, like, just don't buy it. Like, just buy this game instead. <laughs> I think the quality of life is very much, like, nice. Like I didn't even knew I needed this stuff until it was in this game. So that's appreciated. Um, the final things in the end, like, sort of, like, the whole epilogue chapter was very good. The final, like, dungeon they added was really well designed. I really liked the whole plot with the two new characters and stuff like that. Overall, it was just a fantastic end. I thought it was just a better ending than the original game, since I don't want to give too much away, but kind of it's just kind of annoying. <laughs> Not annoying, but it's just, like, I-, I thought the game ended better before the actual final bit in the original game, and I'm glad, like, they sort of, like, made up for it for this final, like, epilogue thing. I think it just ended better, so I'm happy that they kind of had a chance to, like, redo the ending, so... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Royal. I thought it was a good, like, sort of enhancement to the original game. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, and secondly, I've been playing some Dragon Quest Heroes, which is like, if you know Dynasty Warrior games, it's basically that, but with Dragon Quest. Uh, I got it on sale because it was like a big sale on um, PlayStation. So I'm like, okay, I, I love Dynasty Warriors games and I love the spinoff, so I, I decided to give it a shot. And it's really good uh i the reason why i really like the dynasty warrior spin-off games is because they do a good job adding the spin of the original series so for like hyrule warriors you had items and stuff and like big boss fights uh fire emblem warriors you have like the um you can start of, like command your units to do whatever and you can like rank them up like you know fire emblem games this game acts more like an rpg where you have like four party members and you have different skills and abilities and mp and stuff like that um, and it just feels like a Dragon Quest game where you're being the shit out of a lot of things and it's really good. Um, so yeah, I, I just love these spinoff games just because of how much like love and attention to give to the original like source material while still being a Dynasty Warriors game. Um, so yeah, overall, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I have like 20 hours in it because they're very addicting games. I I love these games so much. I, I don't actually play the original Dynasty Warriors games, but all the spinoffs have been like super good. So um, I know they're making a Persona 5 one too, and I'm super excited for that, so yeah uh overall i'm having a great time with that game too and that's okay. it that's all i've been playing because <laughs> the game's a long
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so what i've been doing obviously been playing league of legends uh i've actually taken a break because that game is really mentally taxing, <laughs> especially now uh so there's been like a sort of like uprise within the community about like you know toxicity and like griefing and like solo queue which has been prominent for a while not gonna lie uh just because riot is just not punishing like when you're like soft inting and things like that and like you know boy boy like you know probably the nicest dude in like the the uh, league community finally came out i was like yo you know like riot you gotta like do something because i'm tired of getting griefed like every other game because like someone has like a mental breakdown or like you know they just don't want to play anymore and like when that happens like you literally can't do anything when you're in the game because it's like all right, this guy just doesn't want to play and, and he's going to, like, soften and, like, make it look like he's trying, but he's not. And, like, it's kind of hard to tell when you're watching the game from an outside perspective, unless you're watching it from, like, a streamer's perspective. Because when you're watching it from a streamer's perspective, it's very easy to, like, catch. And, like, the automated systems at Riot aren't going to catch someone soft ending unless they do it enough times or, like, they type something that's, like, really bad. Right. Um, so you know i just had to take a two-day break because this shit is just so bad like it, i've man <laughs> it's all <laughs> i can really say like it is just really really bad that like i'm just struggling to like like get past like high diamond games and it's just i'm not sure if it's me and i'm not sure if it's the system i feel like it's more of the system than me but then again you know i, I I don't want to put fully E-blame on, like, the whole, like, ranking thing because I think that that is just unfair. But I do think I have been playing bad some games, but the games I am playing well in, I'm just getting griefed. So it's just unlucky. Uh, But TFT, still very casual about it. I really don't care about, like, what's going on in the meta. There's, like, this new thing called, like, mana printing where, like, (laughs) (laughs) there's this new item. Uh, It's, like, chalice or it looks like a chalice and like pretty much when someone casts a spell it gives people around them more mana so the mana printing strat is like they someone finally figured this out you pretty much take a sona right yeah and you you put that item on her and then you keep putting tier items on her and then once you do that she just keeps printing mana for the rest of your team (laughs) because she doesn't move so like your team's just gonna keep spamming spells and i'm just like that sounds really dumb uh pretty much what i do every game is like i go for cybernetics and then if i can't find cybernetics i go for brawler blasters i do that every game uh if i get punished for it so be it if i take seventh eighth i don't care um i'm pretty much just playing that game and I have fun uh when it comes to the animal crossing update uh like you said i really did like that update uh especially the whole like puzzle map thing i I thought that that was like really really fun to do because i was like man like this shit's like kind of interesting because i have to like actually remember like how to get to certain places because like there's only one way you could go because of like the way the holes are placed and things like that so and you know you get rewarded for bells or whatever it may be so i thought that that was pretty fun um played more ring fit haven't done it in a while not gonna lie haven't done it in like a week but i was playing it the week before and you know it's still rank fit still working my ass off uh <laughs> valorant valorant finally got a ranking system fucking iron three literally the <laughs> lowest rank <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so the way uh valorant ranking works instead of like you know like uh iron ones like the highest iron or no no no, i actually have placed iron one so iron ones is the lowest and then it goes up to iron two then iron three and then uh, silver one. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's the opposite of league, sort of thing. That's weird. So yeah, it's definitely weird because I was just like my brain's just not understanding it at first. But whatever. Uh, you know, valorant's still Valorant. You know, it's very fun with friends. Uh, we do argue a lot just because of how it is. Um, but yeah, you know, it's still a super duper fun game. And then the last thing I've been doing is uh, watching the Clone Wars. Uh, because they recently wrapped up the final season, which is exclusive on Disney Plus. I've been watching it on on Disney Plus, and that show is interesting. Um, I did watch it, or I did start watching it like a while back, and I recently picked it up just because uh, Darth Maul was trending one <laughs> week. Because <Yeah>. like, <laughs> because like a really cool thing happened during the uh, you know episode or whatever, and I was like, that's now i kind of want to watch because uh someone that i follow like tweeted like when you watch like the final season of the clone wars you're gonna watch like episode three like differently from like a a different perspective which i found to be very interesting but i'm currently on like season three like halfway there and like there's like i think four more seasons i have to watch or something like that (laughs) it's very long yeah yeah it is definitely very long uh our other friends are definitely like clowning me like what the fuck are you doing it's just gonna take you forever i'm like i'm i'm gonna get it done don't worry about it but um the uh, storylines that that uh this show tells are very interesting so you know it's a anthology series i think i've i mentioned this before it is a anthology series so pretty much you can watch like whatever episode and like it'll be like They will tell you what's been happening and then you'll get right into the meat of the episode. And I'm like, that is very cool because you don't have to like, you know, continuously watch the show to like get a understanding of what's going on. Obviously, like I could just watch the last season and kind of just like get the gist of it. But I want to like, you know, watch the entire show grow with these characters because I know the new character Ahsoka, like she's like a pretty important role within the show obviously she's she's not in in every episode obviously because you know there are episodes where they focus on like the clones or like Obi-Wan or like you know other characters which is very interesting uh definitely the most boring episodes are like with like Padme and like politics and things like that and I'm just like this shit (laughs) is just this shit is just filler to me like I honestly like don't want to watch it I kind of just like put it on in the background and then just like let it play so like I get a understanding of what's going on but you know it like the show is made for kids. Um, so a lot of it is like Saturday morning cartoon sort of vibes where it's like, Oh my God, we need to like find this person. And then, Oh my God, this person's like part of the, you know, good guys. And then they, they like turn bad because of this thing or whatever. And I'm just like, all right, whatever like, just get me to the next episode. So like something interesting can happen with like the Jedis or whatever, because that's definitely the more interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, like overall so far, so good. I have been liking the show a lot. Um, definitely the most interesting like antagonist is uh Cade bane or something like that i know like his last name's bane but he's pretty much a bounty hunter and like when he first got introduced into the show he was part of the season one finale going into season two and like his character like everything he did during that time like he would just get away with it and it was just like the most like insane things that would happen like oh my god, no one's ever, like, broken into, like, the Jedi vault, and then he does it, and then he gets away with it, I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> like, this guy's actually insane. So, obviously, you know, he does eventually get caught, you know, spoilers or whatever, but, you know, it just, they can't just focus on chasing this guy the entire season, you know, for, like, 22 episodes. So, eventually, he does get caught or whatever, but, Yeah. So far, I'm liking it. Um, I know that there are going to be like those filler episodes, quote unquote, with like, you know, the Senate and like politics and things like that. And and I'm just like, God, just fucking get me out. But, you know, hopefully when I get to the finale, I will have that same opinion as my one friend on Twitter did, where it's like, I'm going to, you know, view episode three differently. So hopefully two weeks from now, I'll be that much closer to it. (laughs) True, 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 true. Let me just take some water real quick. Alright, alright. Let's get into The Last of Us Part 2 and everything that's happened to it uh, since the last episode. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's been a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot has happened within two weeks for The Last of Us Part 2. So, first up, um, it's not on the dark, but pretty much the parts of the game got leaked, which is very interesting because I was like, this shit can't be real. But supposedly it was real, and I have not seen the leaks. If you're going to spoil it for me, I don't give a fuck because at this point, like, if I get spoiled, it is what it is because it's out there on the internet. If you want to see them, you can probably just look it up, do whatever, because it was on YouTube. I'm pretty sure those things are, have been taken down, but there are videos of people talking about it on, like, their YouTube channel. I think Angry Joe did videos on it and things like that, and people are all, like, outraged about these leaks or whatever because of, like, what the leaks actually contain. So I'm not exactly sure what that's all about, Um. So, like, what was your, like, first reaction when you heard, like, The Last of Us 2 got, like, leaked?
1: Uh, yeah, it, I just saw it because I was just on my bed. And I saw it right when it came out on, like, Reddit. It's just like, like, oh, Last of Us 2 just got, like, leaked. I'm like, what? So, I just read it because I, I, I don't really care too much about The Last of Us. So I read all the leaks. I'm like, is that true? And then, like, it kept <laughs> getting confirmed and over and over again. Like, oh, crap, it is true. And then, like, the videos started popping up, too. I didn't watch the videos, but, um... Apparently, you know, that, that is what it is. Like, it, it was true. Like, I mean, all these leaks apparently are true. Um, again, I say quote-unquote true because we're not going to know until the game fully comes out. But, yeah, you know, but... There's, a lot, there's a lot of evidence that are, that's saying that this, like, all the leaks so far have been true. And, yeah, people are are, are not happy about the leaks. Um, personally, I I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, it is a big deal. But, like, honestly, I think it's a little interesting, honestly. But, um I, I can see why people are upset about it. That's all I'm gonna say about it. But yeah, it's been it was a wild time for this game, and to say that's gonna hurt sales, I don't know, because people felt that way about the Final Fantasy VII remake as well. Um, but while that game didn't really get leaked, quote unquote, uh, it did break street date because that was when the pandemic was really starting to hit. So Square just decided, I right, people just just start handing this game out like a week like earlier. So when people got up to the ending, you know, and then people would like shout about the ending, and, like, people get mad. But the game's still so, like, crazy anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm having, like, similar feelings about this game where, yeah, everyone kind of knows what's going to happen now, but I feel like it's still going to sell really well, so it won't really matter in the end. But it might be mm-hmm. one of those games that get, like, 10 out of 10s from critics and, like, 4 out of 10s from, like, everyone else. Normal I, I, people. Yeah, that, that's what I'm... <laughs> that's my whole theory about all this.
0: Yeah, I think... I think people saying that, like, this is going to affect sales are, like, obviously not, like thinking about the situation as a whole like people like me like i'm I'm, like i already have a fucking pre-order like i'm definitely still gonna buy it like i don't care if like the leaks were good or bad like i want to experience the game for myself sort of thing um but yeah like when you're talking about a game as big as the last of us is and the fact that people were waiting for part two for so long and, you know, when it did get delayed, it was kind of just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, my theory as to why they delayed it was because of the pandemic, and they just wanted to make sure that they could maximize sales as big as they can. Um, so when this leak did happen, which is going to go into the next part of, of the story, is that they announced a release date uh, for, or updates for The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima for their release date. So The Last of Us Part Two is going to come out on June 19th, which is next month. And then Ghost of Tsushima is the month after that with July 17th. So because of the lease, I think Sony and Naughty Dog were pressured to like release the game as soon as possible because they were like, oh shit, like parts of the game are now out. And I guess they also wanted to push back Ghost of Tsushima just because uh, they wanted to, I guess, make sure that the game, you know, had enough time or whatever. And, you know, not overlapping with each other because I know there's a lot of people including myself that want to play ghost of Tsushima and the last of us mm-hmm. so you know i think a month span in in between there is like good enough like 100 percent um but yeah like they definitely were pressured to announce a new release date because of the leak which you can see as a good thing but i think that overall like that is kind of like it sucks because i know you know for these people that have been working on the game and, you know, like, Time Crunch and, like, things like that. Like, they've been working their fucking ass off to get this game out. And the fact that parts of the game are now, you know, out there on the internet and people know about it, like, it just sucks overall. But, hey, we got a release date out of it, right? so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's true. They really I felt like they really got pushed into this because of the leaks. Because it happened literally the morning after. It's like, oh, uh, Last of Us 2 is coming out June 19th. I mean, it could just be coincidental, but, you know, you never know anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: uh and then sony did identify the leakers uh they were not affiliated with sony or naughty dog uh so the prevalent rumor that was going around was that like this was like a you know like naughty dog employee that was like super mad at the studio because like you know like they didn't like you know release the game when they should have and you know it got delayed because of the coronavirus and things like that so the naughty dog employee was just mad and upset and kind of just like leaked the game so it was hackers and they pretty much exploited a vulnerability in previous Naughty Dog developed games which is very interesting like how the fuck do you do that like what the hell so uh I think the main theory that's going on right right now with this like leak is that like they took that exploit from a previous game and pretty much someone was playing parts of that game and like whoever you know hacked into it like they pretty much just like captured that footage and like just uploaded it online so like (laughs) that is just that is just some crazy shit to hear yeah that that's crazy
1: yeah yeah because again that rumor about the disgruntled Naughty dog employee that was going around like crazy like everyone thought that Mm -hmm. was true until like you know a few days later was like, no, that that wasn't the case it's like uh maybe some hacker was able to like you know Exploit like some weird backdoor into like Naughty Dog's server so they could play Last of Us too. That that's insane. Like again, I don't even know if this is really confirmed or not, but that will be that. That's an insane like way to like get into like a company's like server basically to play these like old builds of the game. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that that's scary. <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah.
0: I think um, when it comes to like future releases, especially for Ghost of Tsushima, like they're probably playing it like super duper safe where it's like. Alright, uh, I don't know how they're going to, like, prevent, like, this from happening again, but I would assume that, like, they're gonna play on, like, PS4s that aren't really, like, connected to, like, I guess servers or whatever, or something like that, because I don't know, like, technical things or whatever when it comes to, like, this entire hack as a whole, because I'm just like, that just sounds crazy to me, um, but... Yeah, hopefully, like Ghost of Shish- Tsushima like doesn't get leaked because that would definitely suck too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would suck. But I feel like The Last of Us Two had more writing on it just because it's a series now that people really like and people are really looking forward to the continuation of that story. You know, Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> you could spoil it, but you don't really like know anything about the characters, so you don't like who would really care until you play it. You know, I'm not saying it's not gonna have a good story or anything. I'm just saying no one really knows anything about the game yet. With this game, people rarely care about the characters, so they kind of care about what's going to happen in the story and stuff like that. So that's why this leak would, hurts this game way more than, like, you know, a new idea. Any other or,
0: game. Yeah,
1: or yeah. any other game. really. Yeah, because usually when people talk about The Last of Us, I don't really hear much people, you know, praising the gameplay or whatever. It's mostly about the characters and the story that people really care about. So having the story be leaked like this is, like, you know, that that's a big blow, you know, because that's, like, what people really want to see, you know. They want to see more of what's going to happen to these characters and things like that. So.
0: Mm-hmm very very true uh so after that neil Druckmann he did like a little like iphone video and they uploaded it to the uh Naughty dog um sort of youtube channel and this thing has a lot of dislikes which is kind of crazy yeah um, <laughs> but they've disabled comments which is understandable because you don't want assholes just like leaking Spoiler. the game in, in yeah. the comments yeah so um but you know like this like little like two minute 30 second video like he said the game officially went gold so they are done with the game like entirely like finally the game's done you know if they find any bugs they're probably going to do a a day one patch like every other game uh and he said he cried during his last playthrough which was very interesting and i'll (laughs) get to that in just a second and um you know he says no matter what you've seen or or what you heard you know he said nothing compares to playing it which is 100 percent true when it comes to video games because You know, you could watch a streamer play the game and, you know, you can form your opinion based on that stream, but you can't form your opinion based on playing that game for yourself sort of thing. Which I think a lot of people, especially on the internet these days that are like, you know, just like trolls or whatever, you know, they'll base their opinion on like things that they've seen and things like that, but they've never actually played the game for themselves. Uh, But, you know, some things you don't have to play for yourselves to really get a feel for it. For example, Sonic Boom. Like No one (laughs) has to play Sonic Boom to see how bad that game is, but I played it myself so I can 100% say that that game is trash. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, when it comes to the statement, like, Man, like, <laughs> he said he cried during his last playthrough. Like, bro, like, it can't, it can't be that serious, man. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just crying over his own thing. It's a little weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it just seems a little, like, egotistical to yeah. me, which I think is why a lot of people, like, dislike the video, which makes sense. Like, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like or dislike the video or whatever because I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm bro, like, you, already just... what ha- you already <laughs> know what happens when right? you cry. crying. <laughs> It's like, didn't you, like, direct the game or some shit, you know? But, yeah, it just seems a little goofy that, like, he's just, he's, like, threw that in there. And I know that, like, he threw that in there just to say it, just, like, get people hyped. But, like, bro, you're just, like, being written up on, like, news articles and things like that. Like, Neil Druckmann cried over, you know, The Last of Us 2 during his last playthrough. Which, like, a meme on Twitter is, like, Neil Druckmann, congrats, Neil Druckmann, on doing Neil Druckmann things. Which I was just, like, that is a fucking fantastic tweet. Because, it's like, true. there's no reason to, like, you know... Or, like, there is a reason to, like, you know, get emotional over something you've created. But, like, to, like, full-blown just, like, cry over it when you know what's going to happen. It just seems a little much, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. But, you know, his last statement, or, like, you know, nothing compares to playing it. is true on that. Like you said, um, a lot of people are looking at these leaks just, like, as bullet points on what's going to happen in the story. And, you know, I think for most movies, if you see someone spoil it like that, you're going to be like, that's kind of stupid. But, you know, you mm-hmm. have to kind of experience the whole thing with context to really see if it's, like, good or not, you know? Like, I don't think it's really fair for this to be, like, like immediately just shot as bad if you haven't seen the whole thing. You know, like, everything with context of what's going to happen. Um, like, you know, it, it could still be, like, not great. But I think people should still give it a chance, like, when the full game comes out before labeling it as bad. Like, I'm not even the biggest fan of The Last of Us. And I'm not even a big fan of, like, modern Naughty Dog that much, but, like, you know, you should still give it a chance with context with, like, anything, you know? Like, I think Endgame Mm -hmm. or Infinity War got leaked and everyone hated it, and then, like, when it actually came out, everyone liked it. Because, you know, you gotta watch it with context to see if it's actually, like, how everything ties together. You can't just look at the major plot points and be like, that's kind of bad, you know?
0: Yeah, like, imagine if... The ending for Infinity War got leaked Like that shit would have been over Cause like that's like the main like selling point for that movie In yeah. my opinion Is like the crazy ending that that movie had And you know like One of like another like major like movie spoiler That was going around was uh, you know The Force Awakens like people in Twitch chat Were just typing Han Solo dies and I was like Yikes yeah. like, that, like that sucks to get spoiled but you know Like when you actually watch the movie and see exactly what happens It makes it more Impactful for some people especially if you've been a huge star wars fan your entire life you know seeing that character go the way he did um but yeah like people just like yelling out spoilers and things like that like i think i (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i think i was on twitter and and i almost caught myself like watching like a spoiler from the last of us part two but i stopped myself because i was like wait i i I haven't seen this video before so i'm just i'm just gonna click off of it so (laughs) (laughs) you know i honestly almost trolled myself but you know like if someone's gonna troll me after listening to the the, uh, podcast and just like leak it to me like on twitter or some shit like i i really don't care i'm just gonna block you and then just move on with my day or whatever but you know it is what it is uh parts of the game are out there but i think once i get my hands on it and actually play for myself then i'll form my opinion on it and then i'll figure out what what was leaked and things like that and then you know have a opinion of that for myself but You know, it is what it is. And then, lastly, they released a uh, story trailer for the game. And I still don't don't know what the fuck's going on. I know that parts of this trailer supposedly have, like, leaks. Or, like, parts of the leaks that were shown prior are in this trailer now. But just by watching this trailer... And, like, once again, comments are disabled. Likes are disabled. Which I do not want to see what this like and dislike ratio are. (laughs) Because people are upset for whatever goddamn reason because I still don't know what the hell is going on with the leaks um, you know like I still don't know what the was going on with the story which is a good thing <laughs> so yeah, I'm very uh, glad about that and hopefully when this game does come out it is a uh, game worthwhile of the experience hopefully it lives up to the sequel uh, you know if it is better than the first game that is great if not then whatever you know because uh, at this point like the game has been eluding over people's heads for so long. Like when they first initially announced it, I believe during the PlayStation Experience conference, however many years ago. You know, now that it's finally going to come out, I think it's going to be a relief for the studio and a lot of fans that it is finally out there. I think.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting when the game comes out. Let's just say that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. <clears throat> is there anything else you want to like add to like anything we talk about, uh, i or? think
1: I, I think i've said everything that i could say about like spoiling it so
0: <laughs> okay so i think i'm pretty much done as well yeah hopefully when the this game comes out it's uh you know like that objectively not subjectively sort of thing
1: yeah you know y- yeah you always have to give it a chance again like While it might not seem great when you just read it, you know, maybe with context it's better. Again, I'm not saying it's not gonna be one way or the other. Like, it could still be, like, you know, bad as people think it's gonna be, but it could also be better than people think it's gonna be. You know, all depends on how the whole thing comes together, so we just gotta wait until it comes out.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for all of these people that are just mad and upset to still, you know, go on the PlayStation Network store and just buy the game for $60 and just call it a day. And I'm yeah. just like, I mean, the game is still why were sell- you so mad? <laughs> yeah, the game
1: is still going to sell like crazy, like no matter what. So like, yeah, people saying this is going to hurt sales probably isn't going to be true. But yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because like most people are, are in quarantine. Like, what else are you going to do? Especially if you played the first game, you want to see what's going to happen in the second one. You know, you might as well see what's going to happen. Might as well buy it or whatever, you know people will do what they want but i think this happens a lot with like people and fans getting like upset and like super duper mad and then they they, like still buy the game for whatever reason like for example pokemon and shield like people were like this game looks like shit they're reusing animations this and that which you know that sucks but you know what game freaks doing what they want to do it works you know like they don't have to like overthink pokemon because it it is pokemon we're talking about here and then the game comes out, and it still sells crazy well. Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like that, too, and then I bought it anyway. So, I'm like, I mean, I'll buy anything Pokemon-related. It doesn't mean I'm happy about it. But that's just how fans are about things. So, yeah. So, that's why I'm saying, like, all these leaks isn't going to hurt the sales, but it's still going to sell well. So, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's just how things are.
0: Yeah. It just pushed uh, Sony and Naughty Dog to, like, finally come up with a release date. So, yeah. All right. Think we're done here. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Travis and Damien podcast, episode thirty six. We will see you guys two weeks from now with another episode. See you.